This is Jessica, your Web Church host. Welcome to Calvary FL Online. We're so blessed to have you join us today, along with viewers from all over the world. We consider you family and count it an honor that you feel blessed by this ministry. If you'd like to share what God is doing in your life, please email us at stories at calvaryfl.com. Also, if you would like to give or be a part of what God is doing at Calvary, you can do so by logging on to calvaryfl.com or by giving through our Calvary FL app. Thank you for joining us for today's worship experience. Jesus. Come on, put your hand on your chest and say, I belong to Jesus. Man, that should rock your world and thrill you to know that you are God's responsibility. That the God of the universe loves you so much that he has taken personal responsibility for you. If that's the case, then I've got a feeling that everything is going to be all right. Listen, if you're ready for the word, shout, bring it on. I want you to stand for the reading of God's word, which is my custom. I want you to go to Isaiah chapter 46. You can follow along on the screen. You by live stream, wherever you're watching from. Thank you for being with us today. Isaiah 46 verse 3. Here it is. It says, listen to me, O Jacob. And all the remnant of those of the house of Israel, watch this, who have been upheld by me from birth, who have been carried, somebody say carried, carried from the womb, even to your old age. I am he, and even to gray hairs, I will carry you. Somebody say carry. He said, I have made you and I will bear, even I will carry, watch, and will deliver you. To whom will you liken me and make me equal and compare me? That we should be alike, they lavish gold out of the bag. They weigh the silver on the scales. They hire a goldsmith and he makes it a small g God. They prostrate themselves. Yes, they worship. They bear it on their shoulder. They carry it. He said, they carry what they made, but I carry what I made. And I made you. They said, and it sets it on its place, and it stands from its place. It shall not move. He said, your idol can't move, but I can. <laughs> Glory to God. He said, though one cries out to it, it cannot answer, nor save him out of his trouble. Remember this. And show yourselves, men, recall to mind, oh, you transgressors, remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. I want you to note verse 4. He said, I made you. He said, I will bear you. And then he says four words, I will carry you. I want to teach for just a few minutes along these lines, I'm being carried. Yeah, I'm only here because I'm being carried. I've only made it through what I've made it through because I'm being carried. Tell your neighbor I'm being carried. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't let my nice hair or my nice suit or my nice shoes or my big smile fool you. I'm not here because I'm all that. I'm here because I've been carried. I'm here because he's been good to me. I'm here because he's been faithful to me. 
If you've been carried, I want you to slip up your hands. Come on, if you know, it's only the Lord that you're even here. Father, we raise up our hands now and we say thank you. Thank you that you have carried us and you have been good to us. Release anointing in this house for me to teach and your people to hear. We give you praise. Thank you for carrying us in Jesus' name. Now, before you sit down, shake hands with two or three people and tell them I'm being carried. Even right now, I'm being carried. Even right now, I'm being carried. I need to tell someone today who may be wondering, I need to let you know in this second service on this central campus, God is for you. God is for you. He's not against you. You missed a good place to say thank the Lord right there. In other words, he's for your success and not your failure. He's for your victory and not your defeat. He's for your life and not your death. He's for your joy and not your despair. He's for your prosperity and not your poverty. He's for your healing and not your sickness. He's for your freedom and not your bondage. He's for your deliverance and not your addiction. He's for your peace and not your drama. God is for you. Why don't you put your hand on your chest and say, God is for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That means he's on my side. He's for me. I love this text written here by uh, Isaiah. Many consider him to be the greatest of all the Old Testament prophets. Isaiah, if you study he and his life and his ministry, he's actually quoted in the New Testament 65 times. And he's mentioned by name in the New Testament 20 times. Isaiah prophesies for a span of about 53 years. And his writing style is beautiful. If you read the book of Isaiah, his style in writing has no rival in brilliance and versatility. He's been called the Paul of the Old Testament. And this mighty man of God, his ministry took place during the reign of several different kings and in particular his ministry was going forth during the reign of a king named Ahaz and Ahaz in response to threats from neighboring countries in particular Babylon Ahaz enters into a treaty with Assyria seeking the protection of Assyria in other words Ahaz wanted Assyria to protect them from Babylon. And if you really study this thing out, you'll find out that even though Ahaz entered into this treaty with Assyria, he was betrayed and the enemy broke the treaty and they invaded Israel anyway. How many of you know you can't trust the devil? Can I get a witness here? The issue was that this man, Ahaz, has entered into a treaty with Assyria seeking protection from the Assyrian, from the Babylonians, from the Assyrian, the Assyrians. And God took this as a slap in the face. This offended God so greatly because the people compromised their trust in him. If you define the word compromise, compromise literally means this, to settle by concession. Concession means to admit defeat. It means to give up. And here they were in the face of adversity, in the face of probably being invaded by Babylon, they gave up on God. Let me tell you something today. Never give up on God. 
I don't care what it looks like, never give up on God. I don't care how lost your children are, never give up on God. I don't care how wrecked your finances are, never give up on God. I don't care how addicted that brother may be, never give up on God. Because God can do for you what nobody else can do for you. Hallelujah. So here's what they did. They gave up on God. They said, God, you can't take care of us. You can't, you can't shelter us. You can't shield us. And in essence, they were sleeping with the enemy. They had virtually crawled into bed with the devil. And in the midst of these deplorable and deteriorating conditions, there arose a man sent from God with fire in his belly named Isaiah. And this is the backdrop of his ministry. A compromising country a country that had stopped trusting God and compromise had invaded the land and God had been their source before God had been faithful before and he wanted to show them even though the Babylonians seem strong I got you even though they seem powerful I got you and that's what the Lord wants to say to you today even though you may be under attack even though you may be going through some things you don't understand even though your children may be acting crazy and your money may be funny and the doctor's report may not be what you want God wants you to know I got you God wants you to know if you trust me, everything is going to be all right. God wants you to know that as long as I'm on your side, no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. This is the backdrop. This is the situation that Isaiah finds himself in. His country is seeking protection from Assyria rather than Jehovah. And it was right in this moment that God spoke through this prophet in the third verse of chapter 46 of Isaiah and says, listen to me. Listen to me, O house of Judah and all the remnant of the house of Israel who have been upheld by me from birth, who have been carried from the womb. He said, I carried you from the beginning. Really, this is a dual implication. He's saying first here, I carried the nation of Israel. He said, I've carried this nation. It was true then and it's true now. God carries a nation and God carries a people. Through this mighty prophet of God. God is reminding this nation that I carried you. I carried you Israel from the time of your infancy. I carried you. I formed you as a people. I carried you. I called you forth as a nation. From your tiniest situation and condition, I carried you. He said before you ever numbered, into the millions, I carried you. I carried you when you had no land to call your own, Israel. I carried you. I didn't carry you because you were perfect. I didn't carry you because you didn't have issues. I didn't carry you because you didn't struggle. But I carried you because I called you mine. I carried you because I chose you. I carried you because you were mine. I'm not saying you, you were all that. I'm not saying you didn't compromise, but I carried you because you were mine. I carried you in your nothingness. In your weakness, I carried you. In your hunger, I carried you. In your bondage, I carried you. In your rebellion, I carried you. When you quit worshiping me, still I carried you. When you acted like you didn't know me, still I carried you. When 
you forgot how good I would been to you, still I carried you. When you forgot about the Red Sea, when you forgot about the bondage, when you forgot about me leading you through the desert, when you forgot about manna, when you forgot about my presence, still I never abandoned you and I carried you. Tell your neighbor, he carried me. Yeah, yeah, he carried me. And the parallel I want to make here is the United States of America. This is the time and this is the truth. God has carried us, jacked up, messed up, issues, imperfect. God has carried America. Even though we as a nation have committed terrible and unspeakable acts through our, our existence against his holy name, we've had racism and immorality and slavery and ungodliness. Come on, and injustice and iniquity. Let's get real. We've had issues and problems, but God has carried us. There has been a remnant. That's what Isaiah said. There was a remnant. There was a remnant that still trusted God. And there has been a remnant in America that persevered through the pressure. A remnant. Many of our parents and grandparents and great-grandparents. I'm talking about red, yellow, black, and white. I'm talking about rich and poor. I'm talking about educated and illiterate. I'm talking about the haves and the have-nots who still trusted God, who called on the name of Jesus, who knew that he was worthy and a way maker. Hallelujah. How many of you know in America it has not been our ingenuity that has sustained us? It has not been our education or our intellect. Come on, I'm gonna mess you up. It has not been our democratic process. It has not been our cultural diversity. It has not been our institutions of higher learning. It has not been our capitalistic ideals. It has not been our political ideas or parties. It has not been the Democrats, the independents, or the Republicans. Come on, it ain't been the elephant or it ain't been the donkey. It's been the lamb. Can I get a witness here? We are not here today because of the elephant or the donkey. Somebody give him praise if you know it's always been the lamb. He carried us and he's carrying us right now. I said he's carrying us right now. Where would we be as a nation if he had not carried us? If, if not for people that came before you, generations before you that trusted God that survived and went through tough times and trusted the Lord. Here in America, let us never forget, as long as there is a remnant, we will remain one nation under God. Put your hand on your chest and say, I'm the remnant. Come on, I'm gonna serve him. You can act like you don't know him, but I'm gonna walk with him. I'm gonna talk with him. I'm gonna worship him. I'm gonna praise him. And I'm telling you, my daddy knew it, my granddaddy knew it, and I am passing this thing down in my children will serve the Lord. God has mercy on a nation when there is a remnant that will seek after him. Now he has carried us. Come on somebody. But the secondary truth in this reality is this. Not only does he carry a nation. Secondly, he carries us as individuals. Here's what the prophet said. Let's make it personal. He said, even from our mother's womb, he has carried us. Now, now you better tell the truth this morning. Had he not carried you, you wouldn't even be here. Mm. No, I got my say. No, you did not get yourself here. 
I made my own way. I got through my own mess. He was carrying you all along. There is, there, there is great comfort in knowing that from the inception of our existence, he said, from the womb, I carried you. And see, the truth is I only made it here today because he carried me. I'm only still preaching the gospel because he carried me. I, I tried to get bitter. I tried, I tried to say I'm not going to ever preach the gospel. I tried to walk out on God. But you see, he wouldn't let me because he had his hand on me since I was in my mother's womb. Listen, some of y'all say, well, I don't believe that. God didn't carry me. Pastor Rayleigh, what are you trying to teach and preach up in here? God didn't carry me. My mother carried me. My mother carried me as an embryo in her womb. My mother carried me. I was a baby in my mother's womb. I would say to you, not only did God carry you, but he also carried the one that was carrying you. Can I find some real people in the house who know you didn't get to where you are by yourself? Some of y'all had a mother that maybe she wasn't the best mother in the world, but there was a deposit in that womb, and that womb there was you, and God said, I got my hand on that baby. I got a purpose and a promise for that baby. Somebody give God a praise if he has carried you. My, 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 he carried you. Tell your neighbor, he carried me. He carried me. I'm so thankful today huh, to know that my days are in his hands, that, that he carried me then and he's carrying me now. See, see, that's why you never lost your mind when you went through that hard time because he carried you. That, that, that's why you never committed suicide. But oh, y'all don't make me, don't. I've been preaching all weekend long. I ain't even stopped, but I feel like preaching this morning. That's why you didn't commit suicide. That's how you lived through that struggle. That, that, that's why that's how you lived through that betrayal and that heartbreak. That's why you never died in that accident. That's why disease never took you. That's why those drugs couldn't hang on to you. That's why when you fell in a pit, he got you out because he was carrying you all the way. Somebody ought to give him praise if you believe he carried me. Oh, they don't know the times that you cried, but he carried you. They don't know the times that you were hurt, but he carried you. They don't know how things went that way and sideways and crossways, but he carried you. Tell your neighbor, he carried me. Yeah, he, he carried me. He carried me. He carried me. Ah, when I didn't even have sense enough to know it, he carried me. The Bible said in Isaiah 53, Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Born and carried. This is a prophetic preview of the cross of Jesus Christ. This is Isaiah looking through the lens of heaven and seeing Jesus crucified a full thousand years before the first crucifixion ever took place. And he said about him, he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows watch this yet we did esteem him stricken and smitten by God but look conjunction there but he was wounded for our transgressions our he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was laid upon him and with his stripes we are healed. See, the Bible said that we looked at him, that religious people looked at him, and we esteemed him stricken and smitten by God. We said he's only getting what he deserved. But I come to submit to you today, he didn't get what he deserved, he got what I deserved. 
He carried my grief. The, say, the Bible said he has borne my sorrows. The word born there means to carry, to accept in the Hebrew. It means to sweep away. It means to bear continuously. Oh, what's got to be said today is that we are depending on his continual help. He will sweep stuff away. He will deal with issues. He will accept the responsibility. But hear me in this room. He don't start with you and then leave you. He carries it continually. He accepts responsibility for you. He is maintaining you. You were limping along, but he is carrying you. And I want to tell you, as we move into this next season, I got a feeling about the fall. I got a feeling that when we come out of the summer, you better get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. We're going to see some things that we have never seen before because God ain't through. Hallie, I could, I could start talking right now, but I'm telling you, I feel momentum in the spirit right now. I feel like God is about to do some things we ain't never seen before. Is he carrying anybody in the room? Listen, he takes responsibility for you when he carries you. He carries your hopes. He carries your dreams. He, he carries your promise. He carries your struggle. He carries your mess. He carries your issue. He said, I'm going to carry it all. I want you to understand this text. The Bible said we esteemed him stricken and smitten by God. He said, no, 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 no. He said, I'm taking responsibility. I'm, I, Christ was not getting what he deserved. He was getting what we deserved. Now check this out. Some of you are here today and you got to understand you've been carried. Tell your neighbor, I've, I've been carried. I've been carried. I know I have. Because see, things happened in my life and it would have been very easy for me to be embittered about church. It would have been very easy. People who know my story, I could have been embittered about church and said, if this is how it is, I don't want nothing to do with it. Y'all don't get religious on me. Because there ain't no church like they ain't no hurt like church hurt. When you see people who ought to be acting one way and treating you one way and they're treating you another, where are y'all at? But let me tell you something, there's been a remnant of the Rayleigh's and my grandfather died at 83 years old in the pulpit preaching the gospel. My grandfather read the scripture, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. And he laid over on the pulpit and he went to heaven. And I'll tell you, what a way to go. Come on, somebody. But my, my grandfather was a prophet. This was in the 60s. He was a prophet. If he saw it and said it, if he saw it, it was going to come to pass. And they were 13 children that he had and just dozens of scores of grandchildren. And when I was born as a little baby, they took me into the room with my grandfather. He was almost blind at that time. And he scooped me up in his arms and I'm just an infant. And he held me up, never did it to another one of my cousins. And he said, this one right here is going to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said his voice is going to be heard around the world. He didn't know about internet. He didn't know I'd be preaching to Romania today. He didn't know we'd be in Europe right now. Come on, in Asia right now on the internet. He didn't know about Apple TV or Roku. My God, where are y'all at? 
he held me up and he said this one will preach the gospel and I tried to get away from it I tried to I tried to walk out I started businesses I owned a jewelry store I was an insurance man y'all ain't saying nothing to me I managed a men's clothing store I was doing everything I could but preach but I didn't understand I wasn't carrying myself I was being carried I dare somebody right now who knows maybe I took a wrong turn but he carried me into where I am today and you know even when I was crazy the Lord still loved me some of y'all are here today and you really nobody loves me it's just so sad gloom despair and agony on me some of y'all don't know that that's hee-haw I don't really know it. I only know it because Pastor Troy taught me that song. That's too old. And you are so depressed because you think nobody loves you. Can I tell you this? Not only are you loved, you've always been loved. No, I'm not talking about just as long as you've been alive. How many do you understand that, that God is Alpha and Omega? He beginning and end. He, he, he doesn't live in time. Time lives in him. Come on, somebody. He was, he is, and he is to come. Not he was, he is, and he will. No, he, he was always, always has been, always will be, and he lives in every segment of time. So in other words, God has always been. And since he's always been, he's also omniscient. Omniscient is two words, omni and science. Omni, all, science, knowledge. So God said, I've always been, I've always been aware of myself and I've always known everything and everybody. And God said, as long as I have been aware of myself, I have been aware of you. And as long as I have been aware of you, I have loved you, oh Jesus. That's why the Bible said he loves with an everlasting love. I wish I could find a church. The devil wants you to make you think that he only loved you when you arrived on the planet or he only loved you when you're doing good. Let me tell you, he loved you before you were a gleam or a sparkle in your daddy's eye. He loved you before your mom and dad ever connected. Y'all ain't saying nothing. There ain't been a moment that the Lord has not loved you. Give him praise. If you believe he carried you Now here's what I love Here's what I love He's speaking to Israel And he said even to your old age I am he Even to gray hair I will carry you I'm, I have made you And I will bear And even I will carry And I will deliver you now, now get your neighbor by the hand and shake him up and say, neighbor, here's the good word. God will never quit on you. He will carry you to the end. Yeah, yeah, he, he started with you. He's going to finish with you. Folk will start with you and walk out on you. Folk will be with you one day and go on the next. They're fair weather friends. They're friends long as you're paying the bills. They're friends long as you're providing the gas money. They're friends long as you got it going on. But let me tell you something. A husband will leave you. A wife will leave you. Your own children will act like they don't know you. Church folk will leave you. But let me tell you this. 
there is one called a very present help in the time of a trouble and he said when everybody else walks out on you I'll still be carrying you I need somebody that he's carried giving praise right now he, he said watch this he said not only will I carry you he said I have made you now it means to be made by pressing and squeezing it is a warrior work God said I'm going to fight for you I'm going to fight those that fight my plan I'm going to fight the agenda of hell because you are a warrior work I had to fight to get you where you are he said but not only have I fought for you I'm raising you up now and you're going to be able to fight for yourself you're going to know that I am on your side it is a work to be produced, the Bible said, and celebrated. Here's what you gotta understand. God said, when I made you, I celebrated you. I liked what I made. God said, I think you're all that. God said, I like you. God said, in fact, I love you. God said, I love you singing. The Lord said, I love you dancing. The Lord said, people tell you you can't dance. Dance before the Lord with all your might. God said, I love you. I love everything about you. I love you because you're mine. I love you because I made you. See, some people will, will tolerate you, but God said, I'm going to celebrate you. Hear me in this room. He said, I carried you. Push your neighbor and say, he carried me. Now, I'm trying to close, but let me get to the matter. It means to bear your load. God said, not only am I going to carry you, I'm going to carry what you're carrying. He said, I'm going to carry your struggle. I'm going to carry your mess. I'm going to carry your past. I'm going to carry your pain. I'm going to carry your problem. I'm going to carry you. And I'm going to carry what you've been through. But the, the definition is actually twofold. It means to bear your load. But it also means to drag. God said, I'm going to drag some of you. Oh, Jesus. He said, I'm going to drag you. I'll drag you out of that mess. I'll drag you out of that relationship. I'll drag you out of that addiction. I'll drag you out of that problem. Tell your neighbor, I have a drug problem. I have a drug problem. I only made it because he drug me through it. Tell your neighbor, I have a drug problem. I only got through it because he drug me. He drug me out of my sin. He drug me out of my trouble. He drug me out of my iniquity. He drug me out of my addiction. He drug me out of my depression. He drug me out of my problem. He drug me out. I didn't get out by myself. He reached down and he drug me. Does anybody have a drug problem? If he drug you out, somebody give him praise. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, he drug me out. He drug me out. I wouldn't have made it, but he drug me out. I would have stayed there, but he drug me out. I would have given up, but he drug me out. I would have cried all night, but he drug me out. I would still be there, but he drug me out. I need somebody right now. Come on and give him praise. Hallelujah. And then he said, I will deliver you. I will deliver you. 
It needs to get you to your destination like a piece of mail. God said, whatever plan I got for you, I will deliver you. You are not COD. You are postage paid. God said, everything that I got for you, I already paid for you to get to it. And somebody is about to step into a season where God is going to deliver you to your purpose. I need somebody in the house to jump up on your feet and give it praise right now. Tell your neighbor, touch somebody, say he'll get you there. Uh, touch somebody, say he'll get you there. Touch your neighbor behind you, say he'll get you there. If he made a promise, he gonna bring it to pass. He'll get you there. He'll get you to his plan. He'll get you to his destination. He'll get you there. He ain't playing with you. He ain't trying to fool you. Baby, he'll get you there. He'll get you to the job. He'll get you to the relationship. He'll get you to the money. He'll get you there. He will deliver you. He said, I'll carry you. One, two, three, give God a shout in here. Stand up, get your neighbor by the hand and holler at him and say, neighbor, don't worry, don't fret, don't overreact, just praise him, he's going to get you there, just praise him, he's going to get you there. You can go there whining, you can go there crying, you can go there depressed, you can go there jacked up, or you can go there with a dance in your feet and a shout in your mouth and say, God, I'm going with the joy of the Lord. David said, I have been young, now I'm old. But I've never, somebody shout never. Never, 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 never seen the righteous forsaken or their seed begging bread. Some of y'all say, I don't know, Pastor. I don't know about you. I visited in this church and I've never seen somebody act so crazy while they're preaching. Well, come back. There's more where this came from. The Bible says that the Lord knows them that are his. Jan on your chest, say, I'm his. I'm, I'm just going to be chilling like a villain on penicillin. I told y'all that's cracker rap. Come on. I'm going to be in Mexico. Eating. I'm eating. Don't you even look at me because I'm eating. Hallelujah, don't we? Last word, I'm done. Carry or be carried. The voice is, the choice is yours. The Bible said they lavish gold out of a bag. They weigh silver on the scales. Watch this, Pastor. They hire a goldsmith and he makes it a God. They prostrate themselves. Yes, they worship. They bear it on their shoulders and they carry it. 
God said, whatever you produce, you're going to carry. He said, he said, you start trying to replace me and make a God out of your money, make a God out of your relationship. He said, you got to carry that. He said, he said, you all worried about Assyria? They plunged into darkness, literal darkness. They began to worship Molech. The nation was betrayed anyway by Assyria. That the devil will still do you wrong. They made this God and they carried it. Let me tell you something. Anything you worship, anything you worship on earth, you worship down. When you worship money, you worship it down. When you worship a relationship, you worship it down. When, when, when you worship a car or a job, you worship it down. And you're going to have to carry that mess. But God said, lift up your head. See, worship goes up. Praise goes up. Some of y'all have been so constrained and jacked up because you're looking around. The Lord said, why are you trying to carry it? Why are you? I, I'm going to carry you and your struggle. And hear me in this room. I want you to understand this. In the midst of all that, the true and living God says this to you today. I will carry you. That's what the true and living God says. I will carry you. I will carry you. Now let me ask you something here. With heads bowed and eyes closed. Aren't you tired of carrying it? Are there things you're weary of carrying? That unforgiveness, that pain, that problem, that sin, that private struggle. Aren't you tired of carrying it? He, he said, why are you carrying it? I'll carry you and it. I'll free you from it. What a great summertime crowd. I know there's some people in here right now and you're carrying some stuff with heads bowed and eyes closed. If you're in this room and you'd say, Pastor Ellie, there's things that ought not be there. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I got problems, Pastor. Tell me, tell me, Pastor. Does he want me with my struggle? I got things in my life that separate me from him. I got sin in my life, Pastor. There's been compromises that I've made, and it's weighing me down. And I'm tired of carrying it. I can't carry it anymore. There's things I've been carrying, Pastor, I just can't carry it anymore. I don't want to sign a treaty with Assyria trying to get protection from Babylon. I don't, I don't want to find the source that can't do the job. I need Jesus with heads bowed and eyes closed. If you're here and you'd say, Pastor, I'm not where I need to be with the Lord. There's things in my life that ought not be there. And since you're praying anyway, will you pray for me, Pastor, 
If you're not where you need to be when I count to three, I want you to raise your hand. Pray for me, Pastor One. I see hands already being lifted. Remember me, Pastor Two. I'm not where I need to be, Pastor Three. Slip that hand up right now. Hold it up across the room. Hold it up across the room. If you raised it, don't put it down. Hold it up. Hold it up. Hold it up in Jesus' name. I'm going to lend you five more seconds. God is dealing. God wants to lift it off of you. God wants to pick you up and carry you today. He said, I will carry you. I'll carry your problems. I'll take away your sin. I'll take away the mess. Five more seconds. If you need to raise your hands, raise it now. Five. If you raised it up, keep it up. Four. If you're praying, Pastor, pray for me. Three. If you're going to remember somebody, Pastor, remember me. Two. I'm not where I need to be, Pastor Rayleigh. Pray for me. One. Hands in every section. Hold that hand up. If you raised it up, just hold it up. Hold it up. Now, this is a step. Somebody next to you has their hand up. I want you to move back and give them space. Because every step that you come forward, you're going to find out that he's going to carry you. You need to move by faith. If somebody beside you, if they raise their hand, I want you to get in position. I want you to let them come. But begin to come right now if you raise your hand because I'm going to pray with you. I want you to begin to move. You won't come by yourself. Here they come. Come from across the room. Come from way back in the back. Are you ready for a new beginning? Are you ready for a fresh start? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go all you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down. We're going to sing this through one time. There's no mountain. There's no shadow you won't lie on. Mountain you won't climb up, coming up Come on, we're going to sing this because more people are going to come. Hallelujah. There's no shadow you won't light up. Mountain you won't climb up. Coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down. Light you won't tear down. Coming after me. Oh, the overwhelming, never ending. Come on, we're going to wait on you folks are still coming. Hallelujah. Everybody to take your hand and just put it right here on your heart. Just right here on your heart. Some of you think, well, you know, I got here today, Pastor, myself. No, he carried you here. The enemy doesn't want you to know how greatly you are loved and how much God has a plan for your life. You see me? That's you, son. The enemy doesn't want you to know that as hard as he has tried, the Lord has kept his hand on you because he has loved you and carried you. The Bible said, from the womb, you carried me.
Pastor, I went on a, on a journey to get here. It don't matter how you got here. What matters is that you're here. Hand on your heart. Will you do this and pray this prayer after me? Everybody in the house, pray Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Thank you. Thank you. That you see me. That you see me. You've always seen me. You've always seen me. Because I'm yours. Because I'm yours. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. For all my sins. Take my heart. Wash me clean. Give me a fresh start. Give me a fresh start. And a new beginning. I can't do this alone. I can't make it by myself. I'm asking you. Carry me. I give everything to you. All the things I've been carrying. I can't do with it anyway. So I give it to you. I lay it at your feet and I declare, this is my new day. This is my new beginning. And I thank you. Now bless me just cause you love me. Now here's what I'm gonna ask you to do. I want everybody who prayed that prayer, I want you to turn and go that way. Just right into the chapel, will you do that? I wanna meet you right over here. We're just gonna take just a minute with you. Everybody clap for all these dozens of people. Come on, help them just make the journey. No I want you to, I want you to reach over and touch a, touch a neighbor on the shoulder. Let's get as many of them back there as we can. Hallelujah, touch that neighbor on the shoulder. Look at, look at that person that you're touching. We're gonna have a dismissal in a moment, but I want you to look at him and say, Pastor Rayleigh really loves me. I want you to tell him that. Tell him. Say, I am Pastor Rayleigh's favorite. Tell him. Say, don't you wish you were? I'm his favorite. I love you guys more than you will ever know. You are precious to me. Being your father in the Lord and your shepherd, it's one of the great joys in my life. And I'm telling you, we're going to see God do great things. God is not through. The best is coming. I, you believe that? I want you to touch that neighbor's shoulder. Now listen, if you want to go to Israel with me, got somebody meeting right in front of the chapel because we, we were going to use the chapel, but too many people got saved today. So that's okay. If you're visiting, stop by at Guest Central. Hold that neighbor's shoulder. Pastor Troy, are you coming? How many of y'all glad to have Pastor Troy back? Yeah. He went to Mexico too. All right. Come on, Pastor Bill. I went to Mexico and I made it back. Hallelujah. All right. So, uh, well, we got a lot of things going on today, as you know. Pastor Rayleigh is going to, uh, he's got to go to Mexico, so he's going to ease on out. But if you are our guest today, what we ask you to do is go out these doors and to the left. We're going to have our pastoral staff and some other staff that's going to be there. Just want to talk to you for a minute, answer any questions for you or anything like that. If you'll just stop by for a second, we'll appreciate it. You also heard uh, about Israel. It's a, a trip that we're going to have. I believe it's around March of next year, 2019. It's got a lower price, just trying to cut out a middleman, as he said, make it a little bit more affordable to you. You want some information about that, 
you know what he was just saying about the front? There's nothing more important than we do when people come and get saved. You might believe that. There's nothing more important than that. Just awesome what God does in people's lives. But here's what we're going to do. I'm going to meet you over here. Just go in the hall in front of the chapel, and I'm going to take you back to the choir room. So you still got a place to go, all right? So I'm going to meet you over there. So as soon as I dismiss this service, any of you that are interested uh, in the Israel trip, just meet me right over there, and I'll wait a few minutes for everybody, and then I'll take you uh, to the choir room. So let's do that for you. And the last thing I want to tell you is this. We have something very important going on tonight, beginning at 7 o'clock. It's our uh, college ministry and our young adult ministry. They're going to meet tonight over in the, in the gym side on this side. They're going to go upstairs uh, in the cafe area. There's a the Limitless is the name of it. It's called Limitless. You want to be Limitless. That's the place for you. People will be all outside. You won't have to worry. So therefore, if you've never been there before, this is a time for you to go. You want to meet people your age, around your age, your college age, your young adult age. You want to meet some other people. This is the place to be. You're going to have a powerful time in God. Then you're going to hang out together and get to know some people, all right? So go over there. 7 o'clock tonight is the night for you. It's going to be an awesome time. We invite you to come to it. Anybody ready to pray? pray? Father, we love you. God, our pastor spoke a word into our hearts today. Lord, it just touched the innermost part of our being. God, I think about the footprints in the sand poster that I've seen before and talked about how we walk with God and there's two sets of footprints but Lord then there's only one and we in our human mind would think that's when we walk by ourselves, but it's not that's when you carried us there may be people in this room right now God that this is the time that they need to be carried this is the time that you are carrying them through a situation Lord I pray that your people do not get discouraged but they are uplifted today God, knowing that you are carrying them and they are not alone in whatever they're going through. God, I pray that they're encouraged today and when they walk out of this room, they encourage others. And we thank you for that peace inside of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. We'll see you Sunday. Remember, those of you that are interested in Israel, I'll see you in the hall or by the chapel. Oh, yeah.